Blog Talk Radio. Do you believe that America has become too politically correct? Von Wehunt speaks truth to power. Do you see the coming of our political and economic demise? Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. And now, broadcasting from the Eagle's Nest, a man who makes no excuses for putting America first. Here's your host, Von Wehunt the Barbarian. America, we are a world at war. General Von Wehunt is here at your service, America. Barbarian Radio for real Americans. We know you're out there. Love you all. Welcome to Epic Episode 124, Florida as Biden's Revenge tonight. Is the show theme with a star date of October 13th, 2022 AD. We will speak the truth wherever we find it, rest assured. Our tradition here in America is one of revolution, and our land is where tyrants come to die. Tell that to the Redcoats in 1776 and 1812, and possibly the Russian or Chinese or U.N. armies of the future. For Red Dawn America is always looking over our shoulder. The Valuean Show is on every Thursday night on Blog Talk Radio. I would have it no other way because Thursday night is when most of the news of the week culminates. It's also the day of the god Thor. The Blitzkrieg is at hand. Nuclear war in Armageddon has been threatened against us by our enemies. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Are you ready to enter the radio octagon, America? Well, tonight, we'll see you on the battlefield, my friends. We got a lot of news to cover tonight. We have a lot of new listeners. We're in 25 countries. Though we know there are some gains with VPNs and things of that nature, we vetted all of those computer addresses, shall we say. We are growing. And this show has always had, from day one, an international audience. From day one, we always had people emailing the show, calling the show, messaging the show from the UK, from Canada, from Asia, it might be Europa, Eastern Europe, even Moldova. 
We know you're out there listening tonight, right next to that war-torn Ukraine. We'll get to all that tonight and more. Rhetorical question for you, America. You can answer amongst yourselves. Why is everyone allowed to take pride, real pride, in their race, their heritage, and their culture and creed, except white people of European descent in America? Why is that? Well, in my view, it's because the people who actually run the country don't identify as white and they hate you, and they hate the show. They especially hate me and what we represent. Know that to be true. I like everyone to, on their own dime, on their own time, define the show as they see fit. I'll tell you a little bit about what we do here, what we represent, but a lot of people have their own opinions of the show. Good, bad, and indifferent. The haters are out there. But our soldiers are many. Our dramatic wolves all across the land. While we're looking at our country being invaded by the third world, never forget America that heaven has very strict immigration laws. But hell always has open borders. In America, you know who blows up Nord Stream pipelines? The same kind of people who like to rig elections. The politicians, they say, are going to destroy the earth with nuclear weapons. And they are driving us insane. But at the same time, in the same breath, these same corrupt politicians are worried about us merely driving cars to and from work. Some say that Russia is destroying America's global money laundering network. And the traitors and the globalists, the Trojan horse within America, they don't know what to do about it. But we'll get to all that and more. This week the FBI admits that the agency offered the dossier author Chris Steele up to $1 million, allegedly, of course, to prove all his claims against Donald Trump. Interesting. I'm sure that many of you saw the Tucker Carlson interview with Kanye West this past week. Well, there's been much fallout from that. And here's the update. The breaking news is that Kanye West has been debanked. That's right. He's been debanked by Chase Bank days after, controversially implying that a certain group of people control finance and who created cancel culture in America and the West. Interesting. And the World Health Organization admits that everyone who received a monkeypox vaccine 
is nothing more than part of a clinical trial to collect data on its effectiveness. Unbelievable. FBI is trying to pay $1 million to a foreign spy for dirt on then-President Trump. The Alex Jones trial on Sandy Hook or Sandy Hopes, depending on how you look at it, because he was fined almost a billion dollars. This is cancel culture at its finest America. Left-wing radicals are attempting to destroy Alex Jones and Infowars via the court system. The left-wing communists and Marxists are trying to destroy free speech in America, as I see it. They want to shut down shows like this. This show is all about free speech. We love free speech. We fought wars for free speech. I told you before, I believe that Americans have a right, an express right, to express themselves. That's what a talk show is all about. Well, you've reached the radio octagon. We're very glad you're here tonight. This is always a world of war. Well, also this week, we've got all kinds of news tonight to go through. But a black teen was arrested in Alabama after posing as a white supremacist online and apparently threatening to kill or allegedly kill, he said, every Negro at the county fair. So I say, here we go again, America. Another one of these hoaxes. Kid was arrested. And Bill Gates, Mr. Evil, vaccine personified, who is not a medical doctor, who 
quit college. His foundation now pledges $200 million for global digital IDs for everyone. Now, many people say that Gates is a villainous monster, an atrocious demon of a man. The Gates is a traitor who some say is very, um, shall we say, he's subverting, undermining the U.S. Constitution and the American people and other countries around the world. India will have nothing to do with him in the wake of his trip. He said many died there. Well, while all that's going on, right off our shores, much more closer to home, communist China has set up quite a few secret military bases worldwide and in the Bahamas, for example, or off the Florida coast. They're scrambling to prepare everything after Hurricane Ian. In the Bahamas, in our Did You Know series, did you know that China has one of the world's largest embassies there? It's a secret military base, which gets them into Central America and South America. Most Americans have no knowledge of the Chinese embassy in the Bahamas. This embassy covers an area of 500,000 square meters. It's surrounded by green belts and is used again and again as a Chinese military base close to America's shores. Did you know that the Chinese Communist Party embassy in the Bahamas ranks among the top five in the world? For many Chinese spy ships and submarines, also operate off America's coastline. Our media is so terrible in this country. I bet you have never heard about this before, Mr. and Mrs. America. Unbelievable. It's been there for many years. They keep developing it more and more. That's the world that we live in tonight.
Yes, I broadcast here from the mountains of Arizona. Spiral Radio, Cult Radio at its best. We'll over lots of news and conjecture, analysis of the world, geopolitics, current events. Yeah, we've got a lot of new people we got to break in for the show. I know you're out there. Why well, broadcast the dark studio? Battle flags are on the wall. Military daggers from World War II are dispersed. Weapons of war and medieval war in the studio. It's retro furniture, a Tiffany lamp. I always broadcast with dim lights, as I always did at KFNX. I used to broadcast in Phoenix for about five years. But actually, I've found that this portal, Blog Talk, that we reached a lot of people at KFNX 1100 back in the day. We had a live stream worldwide there too, but the responses I'm getting around this nation and around the country and around the world is amazing. That's why I've stuck with Blog Talk. Phil, we're reaching, making lots of inroads, lots of dents if you will, on the veneer of America. We always knew we had allies, real allies around the world, but the depth of people out there, the friendship, the wide breadth of people that were reaching their very powerful message and powerful callers with their own points of view to share, it's really amazing, really something you got to sit back and take in. It's really an awesome program that we provide a, an awesome service, if you will, to the nation. Now, a lot of people have asked, where do we hear the old shows? The newbies, if you will. We can go to Blog Talk Radio, keep searching. You can go all the way back in the archives and you will hear about 100 of my shows, 1 to 150, I believe, that we posted from the studio on that portal alone. We're also on SoundCloud.com, Podomatic, Spotify, I believe even Apple Tunes now. Just type in the Von Wien Show and follow the prompts. Follow the path of least resistance. To get to the show, that's what I would do. You listen to the same message, very consistent over time, things we said back in 2015, 2016. The show was launched in November 2015, before that highly contested presidential election. Well, we're coming up on the midterms and another presidential election in 2024. You're going to see a lot of crazy and strange news, my friends, the next year or two. Buckle up, put your crash helmet on. I wouldn't rule out false flag attacks to distract you. I wouldn't rule out anything right now. As you're going about your daily business, 
I always tell people to keep your head on a swivel. I see video after video of some thug, some ghetto cretin, comes out of nowhere and tries to shake somebody, get a sucker punch, or pulls a gun out. When these things happen, you will know what to do. If you don't, then you'll be a victim. My show, we train you not to be a victim. Always get the upper hand in a fight. Defeat them, but use your head, boys. You need to outthink, outfly, outmaneuver, outmobilize, outgun the enemies in our midst, and we will. We have the best people in the world, heart and soul, depth of character, for the best trained, the most sharp. We are the most heavily armed in the history of the world. Yet, if you look at history, you squander your strength. You squander your your uber power, if you will. If you make wrong moves, we're seeing this now on a, I can point to a part of the world that it's happening right now before your very eyes, Ukraine. Now, before the war, Ukraine looked, it was intact. The people there had the normalcy bias. And they said, nothing can ever happen here because we're a, drum roll please, a, quote, democracy, end quote. Well, I told them then, you can be invaded. Governments don't do things by accident. Now, before that war, I'll just condense it for you, the last six months and two minutes. Putin and the Russian bear looked 10 feet tall, didn't they? They looked mighty Russia. It's very strong. It looked, everybody was very fearful of the bear. Very fearful. And we knew they had those nukes. And I told you when they were moving their troops to the Ukrainian border, governments don't do things by accident or by mere coincidence. I used to smirk and laugh when these people in Kiev would be drinking beers. I don't blame them. Having a good time. I love having a good time. Everyone who knows me knows I love having a good time. I know one thing. I'd have a good time, but I sure in the hell would have been preparing for a Russian invasion. They would have called me crazy. No, what it is, is I'm way ahead of the freaking curve. I'm thinking light years and way in front of most people. Way in front. And if you listen to this show, I'll impart to you all that wisdom and more. And my callers will. And this is surely the tip of the spear. For I told you all that Russia will invade Ukraine. Everybody said it would never happen. You're crazy. I used to get comments like, Vaughn, we live in a digital world now, man. We're high tech. We have sophisticated economies of scale. World War II was way back in the way back in the last century. You're living in the past, man. 
No. I told him no. I know what you don't know, and that is that history is very persistent, and it loves to rhyme. It loves to carry a tune. If you look at history, it's almost like an orchestra. It's like a, um, a ballad, if you will. The same song, the same ballad gets played over and over and over again. Conquests, conquering nations, invading armies, war and peace, geopolitics, real politique, mercenaries, and bombs galore. Even Dr. Strangelove mixed in to make a good movie. But that is the world that we live in, and I knew they were going to move in. So my point to you is, Russia now, we know their ground game, don't we? Now, this has got nothing to do with uh, who's going to win the war. That will be decided in the Parisian courts of Europe and on the battlefield, nitty-gritty, soldier-to-soldier, hand-to-hand combat, if you will. But who can blow up the most and get away with it? Who can do the most damage to their enemy and win? What we're seeing over there is that Russia today looks like about a four- or five-foot guy with crappy types of military equipment that constantly breaks down. Their soldiers vacate and retreat at the first sign of stiff resistance. Many of them are running to the borders and leaving. Their army is a shell of what it used to be. It's so bad that Vladimir Putin has to, you know, conjure up his 300,000 reserves in Russia to send to Ukraine. Okay. They have a big morale problem. The troops there know that they have to dig in for the long siege. I just laughed and smirked when Putin, of all people, an ex-KGB colonel, should have known better, that when you go into a country, things never go according to plan in war. And this show is about war and peace. His two-day or one-week max was his special military operation. I was a Russian general, but you want to get along to go along, right? At some point, I would throw out a zinger to him and go, Herr Putin, Vladimir, let's talk. Are you sure that you can win over the nation? Do you think it's going to fold Ukraine? Do you not know the history of Ukraine? You know these people fought with the Third Reich. You know that they fought under the SS banner. There were SS legions in the Ukraine. What we're fighting against are the offspring of the Waffen-SS officers in the Ukraine. Do you not realize these are, these are not your typical warriors? They have extreme warrior blood cursing through their veins, and they will not give up, and they will not give up easily or fold because they see a Russian tank coming down the road. They will attack it. They will blow it up on sight, which is exactly what I predicted. In a weird way, Putin is, he's put it in high jeopardy his entire regime. 
what happens in the next 30 days over there to Christmas is going to be extremely interesting. But um, in war, the enemies often look really big, don't they? Like a big bully. Now, I don't blame anyone trying to fight for their town or city or their home. Ukrainians have a right to defend themselves by all means. But also America's pouring in huge resources there, and it's not Ukraine first at the same breath. It's America first. I say let them fight it out without all of our money, blood, and treasure. It's time to let them duke it out. In the annals of history, whatever happens, happens. Now, what they'll probably do, Russian style, they'll flatten the entire country, decimate it. So there's nothing left for the Ukrainians to come back to. The Russians just hired a very ruthless general, I, I believe, to do just that. But these things um, weave themselves through history. It's going to be an amazing time. We do live in very interesting times. But these threats from the Kremlin and Beijing weekly about striking America and from North Korea, Pyongyang, about striking America with nuclear strike. We have three communist nations. Russia, though, they're not as communist as they used to be. They're still, they still adhere to Stalin and Leninism to a large extent with their oligarchs. It's a little bit watered down from the old days, but don't let that deceive you. Beijing, Red China, Red North Korea, those three nations threaten the existence of America weekly. Now, some would say they're tired in Russia of all of our troops and things. It's a proxy war. We all know that. But um, be prepared, folks, on multiple fronts. And I mean that. I take my own advice, and I am prepared. Now, it's also this uh, week, very interesting news about Tulsi Gabbard leaving the Democrat Party. It's a good move on Tulsi's part. Smart move, shrewd move. She was the congresswoman from Hawaii. What a cool place to be a uh, a, a rep from Hawaii. But she's distanced herself from her party, and she's making a move to the right. But uh, we'll see what happens there. There are some interesting baggage that she carries with, with herself. Have you also heard about the lackluster Army recruitment stories all over America, all over the news? Well, I would say this, if you're a young guy or gal, you know, you're 16, 17, 18, you're in high school, you're looking at your future, you see bad inflation, you see um, crazy news stories, high crime, high cost of living, and let's say your dad or uncle or grandfather was in the military, but this is not your dad's military. It's definitely not your uncle's military. And you look at all the, well, there's just no way you can candy coat it. All the faggotry in the military, all the fuckery in the military, the global homo agenda in the military. There's no way you can get around from that. And these guys have got the goal 
to whine about it on the news, wring their hands and whine that nobody wants to join their army anymore. Well, when you've got drag queens in there, you've, you hate the, you, you've called half the country who are of white European descent, you're a domestic terrorist. They'll point in your face. You're evil, they'll say. You're deplorable. You're going to hell. And we don't like you, so screw you. The government's been saying that every week. One government stooge after the next. They get in front of Congress. They read for the teleprompter. Should all be bitch slept for their hatred of this country. They should be sacked, fired. Some have even arrested for their treason. But these people, these these uh, swamp creatures, if you will, from D.C. are up there. They've got the gall to bitch and moan about lackluster Army recruiting goals? Really? Really? You're the same people that have been attacking half the country, half your market base. From a business perspective, you have pissed off half the electorate, half the market. And I don't blame young people at all for not wanting to be a part of that globo-homo cabal. Our military today is far more concerned about building transgender bathrooms or asking you questions if you're transitioning or seeing if you're gay or all the weird TikTok YouTube videos of our service people playing around with sex toys, acting goofy and silly, having a degenerate agenda while our enemies are building missiles and submarines that they position off our coasts. They threaten us daily, nuclear nuclear Armageddon, annihilation, destruction. Who wants to be part of that military? Think about it. These things are taking root, deep, deep root in America. And the young people are saying, screw this. I did not sign up for this. You're better off joining your local militia, joining your local political group. Organize amongst yourselves. Have your own army. That's what I say. Uncle Sam is the symbol of America, and he is dysfunctional right now. He's drunk with power, in huge debt by the trillions. He's dysfunctional, degenerate, like Weimar America. He is constantly lying to you, lying to our nation, and pissing off millions of Americans. He sits back, puffs his corncob pipe, and he wonders, why aren't people lining up to shine my shoes, to lick my boots. Well, 
People are getting smart. They see your scam. They're not going to put up with it. All this while America quietly prepares for nuclear war. No matter what they say, I don't care what they tell you out there, just know that the U.S. government is quietly preparing for nuclear war with Russia. This is why it leaked out with Biden last week, talking about nuclear Armageddon. These things have a way of leaking out with Putin and the Russian Federation. They want this war, part of their global reset probably, but it's a war which the American people do not want at all. Now, I mentioned on some past radio shows that the United States is purchasing anti-radiation medication in the billions, fiat currency, fake money. The media is urging the public not to fear, as this is simply a precaution. Now, what I'm telling you is not fear porn. There's plenty of that if you want to go on the Internet. The show is not fear porn. It's not a doom and gloom show. We have a positive message for the nation. I mean, we will talk about everything, good, bad, and indifferent at the same time. You've got to know the bad news to enjoy the good news. The United States has shut out $290 million on a drug. And the intelligence agencies do fear a potential nuclear attack from Russia. And Joe Biden and his Democrats fanned the flames of this panic. They're talking about nuclear Armageddon, and they let it slip out, and they were, they've been backpedaling that all week long, which tells me that was the correct statement. And they've been trying to calm everybody ever since. They threw it out there, and they take it back. Whenever they do that, take note of that. That's a red flag, pun intended. Well, we're glad you're here tonight, folks. I can tell these calls are going to be stellar tonight. New callers, do you get in first in line? We're glad you're here tonight. You have reached the Radio Octagon, the Von Wien Show, infamous, rogue, and legendary.
Gothic music there. Just get the show rolling. Music sets the mood, if you will. Audio is always good for a show. I think we have a new caller somewhere in the uh, Florida Bay, Tampa area. Hi, you live on the Von Wien Show. What's your name and where are you from? You're live on the air. Hello. Are you there? Hmm. You sound pretty uh, strange out there. Let's get to Contra Radio. Yes. Here, Overlord. Germanic How you doing tonight, sir? Who puts yes. in your cornflakes today? <laughs> we are just uh-huh. always at war, my friends. On all fronts. Well, always ready. Oh, that's true. Always ready. Yes. You know, you brought many many good points. I don't even know where to begin with them. So let me start off with this. You are absolutely correct about the Dems, and they want this war because they got nothing else. They got zip nada. And you're absolutely correct in your assessment of the Ukrainians. Absolutely correct. And the problem... Thank you, sir. Well... (laughs) I give credit what credit's due. You know this. You know this. Yes, I do. I give, well, well, there you go. Now, for the rest of, you know what? I want, I want to, I got to get to this. It's been driving me bonkers all day. You know what it is, because we talked about it earlier today. Yes. So, for the Legionnaires of the Von Wehunt Division, who's listening out there, true story. Got this cryptic message on Gab this morning. 
And all it said was, hey, brother, keep your head down. There's something on the horizon. And that was it. And I'm thinking. Yeah, we talked about that today. A cryptic message from Marine Corps Radio that you got. Yes. Right. And so I I sent a message. Strange. What? I'm saying, is it DMZ, NATO? I said, give me a little bit more here. Give you know, you don't have to give the details. Just put me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Next message from them was, and, and Gat, I mean, uh, listeners, if you've heard of something like this, you need to call in and tell us because I haven't heard this. So he says, contact Rick Freedom. Ask him to show you right. the emblem. And I'm going, what the hell is this about? So I got that is search wild. On Gap. Look at searching on Gap for some guy called named Rick Freedom. Actually I mm-hmm. couldn't find him and then I thought, let me try something else. And then bang, there it was. So I sit here and I so I sat there, I typed out a message to him saying, Hey, I got a message from Marine Radio to ask you to show me the emblem. Mm-hmm. And he says, he said, uh, and this is all he says. He says to me, I just posted a new emblem. I was asked to make this. If you want to wow. use it, go ahead. So I go to his, so I go to his gap page and there it is. Now this is it listeners. What it says is it's a, it's a graphic. He was asked to make for a joint uh, United States Marine Corps, U.S. Marshal Service, Joint Task Force. I have mm-hmm. never, ever, 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 ever heard of the DOJ hooking up with with a branch of our military on a joint task force. So if you've right. heard of something like this, call the Von Weehunt Show, because we, I, I've never heard of it. So I called strange, the Germanic, man. So I called the Lord High Germanic War, Warlord and said, "Hey, have <laughs> you heard this?" And he says, "No, never." And so we started kind of wondering what in the hell's in the wind. Is you know, and it's right. like what the heck? because usually the Marshal Service just deals with fugitives, right? And they and why in the hell would they need to hook up with the Marine Corps? I don't know. I don't know, man. That was a wild message that you got, Warlord. I mean, Jesus, it was like that was – I mean, it makes you think about all kinds of different scenarios. Right. And I gave you a few of my ideas. And they're not bad ideas. And some of them, here, as an example, uh, maybe it could be a um, a, a Patriot gun confiscation operation. Right. Maybe it's a foreign snatch and grab. Who the yes. hell knows? But I let's say I've I've never heard of this before ever. Usually the DOJ works with the local uh, departments, the sheriff's offices mm-hmm. in the area. They I've never I don't know why they would even think it's a good idea. I don't know. So I'd be interested to know if anybody else has ever heard of the Department of Justice partnering up with one of our military branches for a joint task force unless unless 
Okay, here we go. I'm going to roll the dice on this one because it sounds crazy as hell. I want to hear it. If, what if they have a list of people they got to grab and take them to shelters? Right. And you and you would need a military escort because mm-hmm. look, look, the be, the best we could hope for is if there is if there is a nuclear war, that Biden and the Democrats in D.C. die before we do. <laughs> that's just that, that's just what I'm thinking. Right. <laughs> but I, I'm just I'm thinking why why what is up with this? And it's a this was a message out of the blue. And so it's like, wow, okay, this is and like and you're right, we are at a, a world at war. The problem is we don't know who the good guys are and the bad guys are anymore. That's right. We just Asymmetrical oh, warfare. That's exactly what it is. We don't know who's who. We would need to purchase a program to see who the players are. Right. It's, 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 and um, this is very Sun Tzu art of war territory that we find ourselves in here, Overlord. I mean, you know, that's a real strange connection there. The DOJ, Department of Justice, for those of you in Apache Junction who don't know what that is, and the Marine Corps. Well, you know, there's a town called Apache Junction on the east side of the valley here. And um, I've met a few of those fine, fine people before, but a lot of them don't know basic things. They're good people, good hearty people, but that's why I make a joke about them every now and then. So, so if you're out there in Apache Junction... Right. DOJ is Department of Justice. But, man, that is a weird connection. You know, I mean, snatch and grab, yeah. I mean, sounds to me like it's something very nefarious. And like I said to you earlier today, I go, it doesn't sound good for us, the American people, <laughs> I've got to say. Sounds, it's, everything from D.C. Right. right now sounds bad. Everything that comes out of there is negative. So... In my view, why would this be any different, you know? I agree. I agree with you 100%. Oh, by the way, I did email that logo to you, that graphic. I emailed Good. it to you. Good. But it's, Thank you, sir. It's Thank this, you. But that was the strangest thing, and I'm thinking. Now, I did put a question out to all the people on Gab and on Mumblet.com and uh, USA.life. I, I, I didn't say what anything. All I, I asked was, have you ever heard – of any type of joint operation between a branch of the military and the U.S. Marshal Service or the Department of Justice. Nobody, nobody has replied back to it. Nobody has. God. So, I mean, it, it's like, the media blackout. I just can't yeah. imagine what the hell they got going. I just don't know. Oh, and it's a good thing our military knows proper pronouns for those people who have uh, gender <laughs> issues. I mean, God, God, yes. they don't know the proper pronouns. Oh. If you're confused tonight out there in America, please call up your <laughs> local Department of Justice employee or representative. <laughs> Go hassle the government. Tie up their phone line tonight. Tell me you want your, your damn gender reparations or something. I don't know. Make it up. Make it sound good. Yeah, make it up. That will yeah, be next. Absolutely. I want gender reparations. <laughs> Ooh, gender reparations. 
Nice. nice. Made up a new one. Right off the cuff. Right. That'll be next. Yeah, they'll probably hear this thing. That's a great idea, Von Wee. I'm going to go ahead and say that. You know? Yes. God. Well, tell us about a Contra Radio. Any latest stats, any accolades, anything you're hearing from the worldwide radio listeners of Contra Radio Network? I could tell anything you anything at all. Last the good, the bad, the, the ugly. Your last episode got the most hits that you've ever had on Contra Radio Network. You're rocking, God, man. I'm telling you. Love it. I'm telling you. I'm love telling that. And and we getting we're getting more. I got. I, I told you about Moldova. Yes, they they got a they've got a shitload of downloads. I think I think they're scared of that. after those Russian missiles overflew their country last week. They're they should of, be. Ah, yeah, they should be better because because you're next on the list, my friends. That's right. And I, if yeah, you're a Moldova you're tonight. Like, Here's a award tip for you. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> Get the hell out of there. God, start packing. To hell with your little village that your grandparents grew up in 4,000 years ago. Move. Move your ass. Get out of there. Jeez. They always say, this is the village. That I, I get it, man. But it's a big world. You know, if you stay, you're going you're gonna to get hit by a Russian missile and die. So those are your options, Sherlock. Pick one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's about that simple. It's coming. You're right. It, it's and oh, Europe is going off the, the charts for us. They are. I think they're people. I, th- I think they're scared, and they have a right to be. Damn right. They have a right to be. And I, it's just, it, and it's just one thing after another. And you're right. As a world at war, hell, we're at war yes. here in our own country. Yeah, you know, I don't. Yes. And right now, it's all right now. It, not a lot of shooting, but there's a lot of cyber warfare going on. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's just like I said. I don't know. People, I, I know you've been on Gab with me, and you've seen the people. Mm-hmm. Many times. Yeah, some people, many people are for pro-Russia, pro-Ukraine. And the thing of it is this. Both sides are engaged in massive propaganda. And you don't even know what yes. to believe anymore because some of it's really good. <laughs> you just don't know <laughs> if it's real or not. You just don't know what's real and what isn't. You've got some, uh, hacker, some Russian hacker group loosely affiliated with the Kremlin attack U.S. airports. You right. Know, and it's like. What the hell? And I blame the airports because, no, let's face it, the Homeland Security told them, harden your, harden your internet mm-hmm. communications. And right. they didn't. They didn't. And now they're suffering. And I blame them for it. I don't blame the Russians. Hell, we, we, I don't know what, I know uh, Anonymous has been attacking the Russian uh, internet infrastructure. I mean, and those, yes. those those people are maniacs. I mean, they just go crazy. So yeah, it I wouldn't. You know, cyber warfare is just rolling big time. It's just a matter of time. It is, man. For the real world. Well, there's there's a lot of wars going on. You've got the asymmetric yes. war. You've got here in America, we have the social war, culture wars, 
We've got political wars coming up. We've got real wars at the border where they find dead bodies every day, to be blunt there. Um, we're getting invaded, another war, you know, they're, they're coming in from all sides. Got Ukraine going, you've got China saber-rattling. Every day they're threatening to nuke America or invade Taiwan. You've got uh, Kim Jong-un. Uh, with, with the largest porn collection in the world, who's firing missiles <laughs> over Japan. <laughs> you know, you've got, he does. He has the largest porn collection in the world. While as people starve, Kim Jong-un is watching porn. How's about that for a visual for North Korea tonight? And we know they're listening. Well, yes, they do. But um, it's unbelievable. Um you got the Central America heating up. The Caribbean, which I mentioned tonight, keep your eye on the Caribbean and the Central America. A lot of Chinese activity, military, covert, things are going on down there. They want to get a toehold in Central America. And they're already up in Canada, and they're, they're getting ready. Everyone, it takes years to prep your forces. They're getting ready for something big. It's coming. So Prepare. I know I'm ready. Prepare like hell, you bet. And I tell folks, Overlord, as you know, I'm an Eagle Scout. The motto of the Scouts is be prepared. When I was in the Scouts, it was like the real paramilitary organization that it was designed to be. My Scout Masters were Green Berets from Vietnam. We packed a bag <laughs> and we hiked like the um, like some World War II film up in the mountains. You know, we did all kinds of drills. They taught us hand-to-hand combat. You know, they taught us how to do a lot of things that are not in the scout manual, shall we say. Wink, wink, nod, nod. I'll leave it at that. Boy, they were good. Real patriots. But that is all gone now. They just decimated America. They brought in faggotry and fuckery, degeneracy on all fronts. And now we wonder why we have problems. It's amazing. This was by design. It's got to be by design. It doesn't happen on its own by accident. No, 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 no. It does not. Well, hey, so anyways, my friend, I wanted to put that out about the cryptic message. Maybe somebody will call in tonight. Say, I hope. Yeah, I've heard of this this type of an operation. This is what it turned out to be. But I got I'm not holding my breath, man. I'm just I know. Not. We want to know if you're out there, Overlord and I want to know what that cryptic message means to you. If you can decode it, let us know. Overlord, always a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Good to hear your voice. Yes, yes, yes. And uh we'll be talking more and more and more, as you well know. You know what? I'm, Let's have a great night, a friend. And what, what are your quick final thoughts to America? Be prepared. Quit screwing around and get it done. Be I like prepared. that. It's coming. It's coming. It is. <laughs> you better bend over because it could be no Vaseline. So make sure you get it done. Get it prepared. <laughs> God, love it. All right, my friend, have a good night. Thank you, sir. Right, America. Yes. That's Contra here, Overlord. Contra Radio. Love having him on the show. 
We're going to get to EMP, then the Gladiator. Want to get the Gladiator back on, but EMP's been holding for a while from Louisiana. I know it's getting late out there, so I want to get you on the air, sir. How are you doing? How you doing, Vaughn? Hey, man, doing uh, doing good. Doing good. We are uh, rocking and rolling here, man. We got that great man, report from uh, Overlord. From from the Overlord, that 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 joint, that possible joint task force with the DOJ yes. and the Marines. Wow. Yes. Wow, that's that's news to me. What is that about? Seriously. I don't know. Now, <laughs> now here's something to think about. You you in your preamble you mentioned the uh, the the Ukraine war and stuff like that. Here's the deal with that. The Ukraine is this close, and I'm holding my fingers inches apart, this close from winning this war. All it's going to take for them is to cut those rail lines. Because from what I understand, the only way they can be supplied there, the Russian forces, is by rail. Right? Right. That's the only way. You know, so, so if they cut those rail lines... If they take those rail lines, the the Russian forces that are in that thing in, in the Ukraine are done. Supply lines yes. are are key, you know. In any war, supply lines are key, you know. So so if these if that happens, if they if they decide if the if the Ukrainians decide to take those supply lines and take those rail lines. This war, this war, the war is over, in my mind. Yes. Well, that could happen, man. I mean, we're going to see a lot of strange things happen over there. And I think it's going to get really ramped up here in a big, big, big way. Because now um, the war games phase of the war is over. And now they've got to get really, really serious about it, you know? I mean, look, here's here's something to think about. Throughout throughout President Trump's time in office, he he basically quieted down Kim Jong-un, right? You know? Right. Before Trump got into office, he was firing off missiles and doing this and making saber rattling and all that stuff. And then Trump gets into office and... He quiets him down, right? Now what's he doing? Right. He's ratcheting he's ratcheting himself up again. Yeah, he's got a bunch of porn and all that stuff. There's Kim Jong un, okay? But he's not a dumb guy. He he everybody in the world sees that this guy we have in office is weak. So they're That's taking right. liberties. They're taking liberties. Sure. You know, so and wouldn't you Vaughn? If you saw a world, if you were in an office and you saw a particular world leader was weak, was weak, wouldn't you take those liberties? Damn right, damn right. Mm-hmm. This that's the time to make your move, to make your chest move, absolutely. And you gotta know yeah. when to strike. Strike when the metal's hot, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now. Now, what I've heard about uh, what I've heard about Putin is the reason why he's don't doing some of this stuff is because you know he's he's got he's turn he's got some terminal disease or something and 
he figures, oh, why the fuck not, you know? Why not? Right. Why not take these liberties? I'm I'm not going to be sure. here too long. If I get That's killed right. by, my, by this disease or if I get killed by my generals, it doesn't matter. I don't... I don't care. I don't care if I get killed. I don't care if I kill, I get uh, uh, millions of Russians killed in this needless war. I don't care. Right. You know? Right. That's, that's well, not, I hate to say it, but he's thinking, if I go, we all go. Right? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the bad thing about it. And then and it doesn't help that we've got an idiot in the White House that he's so corrupt that he wants to keep that corruption train running that he has out of Ukraine. You know that oh mm-hmm. we gotta keep uh, we gotta keep these people in office or uh, whatever in Ukraine to where I I can keep getting rich off of Ukraine. You know that's 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 the bad thing about it. It's almost like a this is almost like a wag the dog situation, you know. It is. It is, man. And uh, look, it's um, foreign policy. There's a lot of contractors over there. A lot of money's being made. They keep catching these uh, Ukrainian diplomats and their wives in Austrian airports with suitcases full of our cash. They're leaving the country. Oh, yeah. oh a lot of money gets to the the troops. Don't get me wrong. But there's always corruption in war. I mean, that's War 101. A lot of money is flowing through a lot of hands. A lot of it's being skimmed. Um, many, many reports of Zelensky having mansions in Miami and 10 homes around the world. And mm-hmm. You hear all kinds of rumors of his $40 million bank account, probably $100 million oh, by, yeah. by now or more of our tax money, allegedly, of course. But, uh, you know, they have oligarchs in Russia. They have oligarchs in Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine was rated, actually, as one of the most corrupt nations on earth before the war. A lot of money laundering operations over there. Now, that, that yeah. does not detract to me, for me to be impartial and accurate about the their hard fighters, Big hearts of the people just trying to live and protect their homes at a much lower level. People there are trying to survive, right, day to day. But the hierarchy of uh, both Ukraine and Russia are quite similar. But um, this is a fight to the death. Uh, I do believe there's some Hollywood thrown in. There's definitely Mm -hmm. some geopolitical fuckery thrown in. my own phrase there, you got all kinds of skimming operations. A lot of our arms are landing on the black market, being sold to other nations. They're now turning up in all over Eastern Europe. I mean, they're getting great American hardware. It comes off a truck, or we dump it, and they sell it. Cash, hard currency, right? You don't tell me all those yeah. arms are going to the front. I don't believe that yeah. for a microsecond. No, you weren't born yesterday to, on this show. Oh no, they're not going to the front. If they were, then right, they, you know, then we know what. Then this war probably would be over because basically, what we're dealing with here is a third world, is a third world country in Russia with a first world military, right? 
so if and they're they're basically dealing with a lot of basically Cold War stuff that Cold War military equipment that you know that they that they're dealing with. We remember when 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 all this stuff they wanted the the Ukrainians wanted the MIGs and stuff because that's what they knew. And what is a MIG? A right. MIG is a Cold World War military equipment, right? Right. So, so this is this is two kind of. I don't want to say I don't want to say uh, Ukraine is a third world country, but you got to call them as you see them, right? So you do. You got two third yeah, world right. countries that that are fighting amongst each other with antiquated equipment now if you're if you're going to give the if you're going to end up giving the one of these countries state-of-the-art equipment like we are like we sh- like we we su- we're supposed to be like like we're supposed to be doing you know our equipment is the state-of-the-art right or is supposed to be the right. state-of-the-art right so if you give sure them that thing. state-of-the-art then that that country becomes a well-armed country, and they should win the war. And that's 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 that's. And, and look, I'll put it to you this way. And this isn't a religious show, but I firmly believe that that our Savior said it in uh, in the Bible. You know that wars and rumors of wars. You know, this is a this is a. That's right. I don't want to say a rumor of a war, but this is a war. You know. Now, it's not this idiot in the White House has elevated it to a world war. It shouldn't be a world war. It should be a, a war, a, a regional war. I agree, that's, MP. That's, and I'll tell you one thing, man. Uh, America better cool their jets um, with Russia and vice versa because uh, we do not want a nuclear exchange or even a limited nuclear exchange with Russia. Nothing's limited on the nuclear front. Anyway, everyone loses. No one wins, man. But, hey, thanks for the call. Have a great night, EMP. We will talk soon, amigo. You know it. It's EMP from uh, Louisiana. It's either the Gladiator from his compound in North Phoenix. A lot of good calls tonight. Gladiator, how are you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll piggyback on a couple of things just said. So, Ukraine was not a third world country before Russia invaded it, but it is a third world country now because it's in rubble and it just doesn't hardly exist anymore. Right. The uh, you know the forty six million people that started there in January. Uh, they say only six or seven million people have left. I think that country's down to about 20 million people. I say 55% of them mm-hmm. got out. Yeah, uh, They're all over Europe. They're at our wall. They say there's somewhere around 100,000 of those people at our wall. If there's 100,000 Ukrainians at our wall waiting to come in legally, they just don't walk in like the Mexicans and the Hondurans and the the Salvadorians and the Chinese and everybody else, but they're trying to come in legally because they came from a modern country, right? They don't come from a third world country where they just expect everything and steal the rest, right? Um, Right. 
also about the military. So it, 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 if you really think about this, so, you know, Russia was, Russia has never been a third world country. They've just been behind the communist wall, spending their money within their borders. And when the wall fell, right, with Reagan and Gorbachev, that yeah. country became a that country became a capitalist country, and they are a massive producer by land mass. Russia is the largest country on the planet. Okay. Yeah. So they're not a third world country. They really have never been. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, also the military money that was spent during the Soviet Union. If I'm in charge of Russia, and I'm like, you know, we just can't get over the damn hump, right? We got the euro <laughs> and the dollar and, and the yen, right? We got China, Japan, Europe, and America. We just can't get over the hump to get into that, like, top three, top four tier. Mm-hmm. What, do I want, what do I want to do? All right, I got all this fucking military equipment from the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Why don't I fucking use it? I have my own steel that I produce, right? I have nuclear. Right. I have gas. I have gas. I have oil. I have agriculture. You got lots of energy. Yeah. Lots of energy. So what if I use it all and I start developing new armaments with the new technology, et cetera, I can vamp up my military from the ground up in the factories. And and I don't doubt for a minute that that's going on right now in Russia. Um, because it is a capitalist country, but it's a quasi-capitalist country. Not as bad as China, but it's still there. right? The oligarchs mm-hmm. still control the masses, the mafia and the oligarchs, right? Um, so that, you know, conversation that happened between... Putin and President Xi in the opening ceremonies of the Olympics, when those were the only two men sitting up top alone with no one around them in sight, that conversation was basically about you get the Olympics, I then invade Ukraine, which he did two days after the Olympics ended, two or three days after. Um, Then, you know, the Chinese... Navy has taken over an island off the coast of the of um, Indonesia, Philippines, and Thailand on their way down to Taiwan. They, mm-hmm. they have their naval bases already. They just took the islands away from those small countries because what are they going to do? And they put naval bases there. Um, let me get in Ukraine. He thought he'd be in, covered, out, taken. Then he's got the whole Black Sea. He then, you know, so that was the plan. The plan was to use the old military to gain control of Ukraine, then revamp the military, have the Black Sea for all his exports of gas and oil. It just blew up in his face because he sent children, carpenters, you know, all the people out of the Donbass region. These were young kids. These were teachers, educators, mathematicians. He put, you know, uniforms on them and said, go get them, kids. We're sending you on a military expedition. Right. Go get them, boys, then, and good luck. Go get them. Right. Because the crazy Ivans are coming, Ukraine. The crazy right. Ivans are coming. You better hold. You better surrender. <laughs> right. You want to be part of Russia. Words. 
Yeah, that's what he said to Donbass was, you want to be part of Russia, you got to fight for Russia. Killed them all, you know, right. got them all killed. And then uh, then the the makeshift army, because, you know, Russia doesn't, you know, they, they're they not a volunteer army, so they're not really proud of what they're doing, right? So right. that's why when he said he was going to draft, all the, all the people ran out of Russia in the last few weeks. So the whole thing just blew up in his face. He's not – I doubt he's stupid enough to start hitting nuclear buttons because, remember, his nuclear warheads and expulsions are not as high-tech as NATO, America, and anyone else that would come in to you know, protect Russia from destroying specific countries in the world. Um, yes, they have intercontinental, but they're not strong new ones, right? They're the old ones. He – I mean, he might right. be crazy enough to launch him thinking he could rebuild them, but I, I don't know if he's that insane, right? Because if he was that insane, he would have hit the button already out of frustration, I think. Um, now, if the rest of the world is thinking, right, because remember, you got the Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3 families all over the globe. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, you know, um, if we can get into a war as well, then we can re- we can produce in factories all over the world. So yeah, let's blow the fucking pipeline up. I mean, that'll piss them off, right? Wouldn't that piss them off? And Putin still didn't hit the nuclear button. So I don't think he's going to be crazy enough to do that. But it was an uh, an attempt, let's say, to launch Russia into one of the top you know, three, four countries in the world, economically, militarily, you know, modernized. But, you know, it just blew up. I mean, so he, you know, basically, in effect, he's put himself into a position where he can ride the rest of the years out in Russia, in in his position, because obviously nobody's willing to put a gun against his head. There's no Valkyrie you know, in Russia, right? There's no Valkyrie happening. So um, the fact that he'll just ride out the wave until he dies, because uh, nobody's going to oppose him, um, just goes mm-hmm. to where, you know, we've talked about this before. Kiev was his Putin grad. That's what he wanted. Yes. Stalingrad, Leningrad, Putin grad. But, um, you know, it was a miscalculation, a misstep. He he showed his hand by putting the military there right on the border for, you know, three weeks during the Olympics. Um, showed his hand that President Xi and him were talking about it at the Olympics because they were the only two heads of state at the opening ceremonies alone. Literally, like, look up the YouTube videos. No one's around. It's just them two. Right? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, it was just ridiculous, right? So... And Russia wasn't even in, quote-unquote, in the Olympics. It had to be the Russian Olympic Committee, not the Russian country. Remember that? So uh, mm-hmm. why Putin was even why, – why the head of state of the country that wasn't even allowed to be at the Olympics was there with President Xi. The Olympic Committee should have said, you can't fucking be here. But everybody was, you know, cowering to Putin, thinking that he's, you know, the most dangerous man in the world. Like he's Ming the Masterful in Flash Gordon. You know, um, right, Ming right. The Magnific- Ming, yeah, Ming the Magnificent. Sorry, I misspoke. Um, 
Yeah, it's, I'm going to bed soon, so my brain's starting to shut down. Um, <laughs> I hear you, yeah, man. Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so I think that that's about it. Um, I can tell everybody how bad the financial markets are, are going just because I work in them. Give us a quick um, update on the markets. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're, we're encompassing a 20 – 7% overall drop in the market if you take the Dow and the NASDAQ and you merge, merge the losses together. That's 27%. It's coming up on a third, people. One third. One third of the American wealth in the markets are being wiped away. Okay? Um, gas, right now, back up to $4.80 in my neighborhood. It's going over 5 right before Election Day. That should swarm the House seats and control the Senate. If it doesn't, $5 milk ought to do it because it's sitting there now, $5 gallons of milk. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So you got milk, you got gas, you got eggs. Everything's fucking skyrocket. These people have no control. And Powell has already said three times, this is blowing up. Can't do anything about it. Interest Mm -hmm. rates in the last five months, interest rates have moved a full 3% in the last five months. Now, Typically, over the, over the last 25 years, it's taken at minimum 12 to 24 to 36 months to move interest rates in a downturn 3%. We moved 3% yes. in five months. It's a record in the United States. We're, we're going to 6%. It's going to double within the year. It's going to be a 6% rise within 12 months. Markets are going to tank even further. Uh, prices are going to go up because they have, they have no idea what they've done to inflation with the trillions of dollars that they gave away. I agree. Ten trillions mm-hmm. of dollars. Yeah, um, we talked about this. And Paul, I want to yeah. get your prediction before I forget. Really quick, uh, where do you see? Okay, I got two questions for you. Where do you see the Dow Jones industrial your average uh, January first after Christmas, twenty twenty three? And let's say a year from from today, next in the fall of 2023, where do you see the market at? Oh, the the uh, down number, just a general range I, is fine. Think, yeah, so I, I think by the end of the year, the Dow would have dropped a full one third, if not a little more. So we're talking from the twenty thousand points. Yeah, it's going to hover somewhere between 20 to 21. Then a year from today, I would say it's fully cut in half from 36 down to 18,000. Wow. I agree. I agree, brother. Yeah. I agree with you totally. And, mm-hmm. and I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what's happening. I work for a New York financial firm, okay, one of the largest right. technology organizations you know, literally on the planet, um, in the financial industry. In my company, now, we got some pretty smart people that are on this team. Some people that have invested, you know, two, three years in this company are moving out of this company and going into either other startups um, I mean, we're 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 not a startup because we're over a decade old, um, but they're going into other organizations, other companies, 
of finding other opportunities instead of staying here and waiting for the market to come back in like 2025 after Republicans take over. Because if Republicans don't take over Washington, you know, flip, we're all going to have to move to Switzerland in order to have some kind of financial standing. But let's go. You know, they don't want Switzerland. Yeah, they don't want to hang around. Yeah, they don't want to hang around because you know they can make more money somewhere else. That's the downturn. We feed the financial industry, and uh, we got some smart people making moves out of this company. So that told me today a big person left today. Big, 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 big reputation here. As a matter of fact, my direct uh, management to me that I report to, and I was like, really? It was a, it was a, the latest hour. 6 p.m. notification, team got together. He's like, okay, I'm out. Good luck, everybody. Great working with you. We're, we all just were like, what? On a Zoom call at the, at the ninth hour of the day? And uh, we were just, like, shocked after three, three people right. left before him. So now that's four of we're talking, you know, people that have been here a while, management positions, Making good money um, with right. vested stock to go public, and you know eventually. So, folks, tighten up those belts. Get ready. Gas is going to six dollars, um, unless the House and the Senate get taken by the Republicans to block everything out. And then all the Biden administration will have is presidential orders, which are fairly limited, and can be controlled by the House and Senate if they put laws that will stop mm-hmm. those presidential orders. Right. So, and so Paul, one more so question. Your... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go, go ahead there with that thought. Yeah. I was going to say, get, get ready. First Tuesday in November, bring all your friends in your vehicles, get them to the voting uh, booths and, and make sure everybody votes. Absolutely. Well, last question for you yeah. before we got to go. I know you, it's been a long day for you. We thank you for, Staying up late for the show. Hey, my question to you is, um, since you're a prior Wall Street guy, when the market goes down to 20,000 points, and for our listening audience, how long do you think it'll take the market to go back up to 30,000 to 30, points, or will it ever? Quick answer. It'll probably take the Republicans taking the White House and getting in there in 2025 hopefully Donald Trump, and then you would see 2026 to get it back to where it peaked, um, you know, in, mm. in the mid thirties again. So yeah, you got, you got at least a four year roll. Okay. Four or five year roll. Sounds about right. Yeah. We're in a, we're in a full bear market, full bear market, like the seventies. You're not going to get out of it. Yeah. Yep. yep, it's true. Gladiator, thanks for calling the show, man. Have a great night. Appreciate the uh, intel right. and uh, the call, man. Yeah, thanks so much. All you right, bet. Have a good one. You bet. Good night. The Gladiator from North Valley. Well, we'll get to some more calls. The Gunslinger is up next. we got some other folks here also on the line. And the chat room, if you're out there in Radio Land, is very lively tonight. Lots of good intel, a lot of good uh, back and forth going on. Got Lincoln, Catwoman, yours truly in in there. We had a few others earlier, so always go to the uh, chat room there. And uh, tonight there are no trolls in the chat room. But if there are, you always have my 
express permission to beat them up in the chat room, show them who's boss, and uh, send them packing. Send those commies packing somewhere. I'm so glad you're here tonight, America. There's always a lot to talk about on every show. Uh, there's a lot of news this week, a lot going on. Just um, stay, you know, you got to keep your spirits up, folks. you got to um, stay good out there, be prepared. And, uh, well, get a cocktail, get a drink, stay strapped in. This is called Rifle Range by Blondie.
Damn right. Von Wehunt speaks truth to power. Von Wehunt speaks bluntly about the need to correct America's course quickly. No excuses for putting America first. Von Wehunt, the Barbarian. Thursday at 8 p.m. The Von Wehunt Show. Conversation and analysis of breaking news, geopolitical events, politics, history, and some fun, too. Von Wehunt is an astute observer of the human condition. Von Wehunt will cut through the political correctness and speak bluntly about the social, political, and economic demise taking place in America and around the world. Von Wehunt is a nationalist who, without shame, puts America first. Von Wehunt, the Barbarian. Thursday at 8 p.m. An archived phone call. Von Weehunt on the radio. <laughs> this is Dennis. Just looking to say you're one crazy SOB. I thought I was the crazy one until I ran into you. And then I realized we had the brotherhood of crazy SOBs. You got a great show. I hope you do well with it. Keep on keeping on. Tell the truth, brother. That's what I'm saying to you. <laughs> I think we share some similarities. It's very interesting. I've got a very inquisitive mind as well. Whenever I'm on the case, I'm always wondering about every aspect of what's going on, what's happened, uh, what it could be. Just like when I ask, uh, before I go, sir, uh, just one more question. What time is the Von Wehunt show on Thursday nights, you say? Uh, Oh, between 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Okay, I'll be there. I have some more questions then. I'll call in. Okay, thanks a lot. Enjoy the Von Wehunt show. That's right, and um, we're back here. Um, Now, I've got some Chinese news from Red China. My sources tell me that many Chinese factories inside China are vacant and are not producing anything as the Chinese economy continues to implode under its own weight. Um, The U.S. and China are now officially in an economic war. For example, in a Chinese factory where 100 machines were working last year to make uh, new car parts or machine parts, things like that, now only one or two of the same machines are working. Also, Chinese workers are working for free with no pay in many cases to keep their resume sharp as unemployment is frowned upon in that country, the Chinese slave class like no other. That's the current status of some boots-on-the-ground reports I've gotten from Red China. But with that, let's get to the gunslinger in the great state of Texas. Gunslinger, how are you doing tonight, man? You're live on the air. Well, finally, welcoming in some of this fall weather. It beats this heat that we've been having down here, for sure. <laughs> you can Good. Have <laughs> but, um, well, you know, you were talking about Russia and nuclear war and all that stuff. You know, if you don't, you think that we would have learned from the Cold War, you know, that nuclear war is not the, not the thing. Okay? That's not the thing. You remember that... Uh, what was that uh, that movie War Games? I think it was. <clears throat> what did that computer say? Yeah. Best not to play the game. Okay. And that's pretty that's, that's right. pretty smart. That's pretty smart advice from a freaking computer. Okay. Right. Best not to play the game. 
because there's going to be no winner in this, okay? But this this Biden administration, these idiots, you know, Democrats are warmongers. They want war, okay? Did we mm-hmm. go to war with anybody while President Trump was in there? No. <laughs> I mean, right. He got along good with, with Putin. He That's what I tell people. Biden. You can say what you want about Trump. You can, you can say what you yeah. feel, but – we weren't at war, and we weren't getting threats weekly from the Kremlin and Beijing in North Korea. He made friends in a, in, a, in a diplomatic way, at least, with North Korea. That little Kim Jong-un loved Trump because, um, you know, Trump's a businessman. He's a pragmatist. He's not perfect. We don't worship the guy. He's got a lot of baggage now, even more than when he first ran in 2016. My God. You know, if Trump runs again, it'll be an uphill battle way more than 2016. What are your thoughts, Gunslinger? Well, he's, you know, he's hinting more and more and more of every rally that he has. He's going, he's, he's going to run in 2024. I mean, I, I can see it, the handwriting on the wall over there, right? But, you know, you got to, you got to say, you know, Trump, yeah, he's, he's a, he's, he's a businessman. He knows how to negotiate. You know, I can I can I can right. up with mean evil tweets all day long. It don't matter to me. But I want somebody in there that can negotiate and hold a a speech compared to idiot. You know, seen his last one there. He he can't even a trillion billion billion. He don't even know what the monetary value is of these things. Well, Trump is right. in there with a level head, straightforward, very logically answered everything. That's a businessman. That's Lear compared to what this. Coward, we got in there now. Why do you think we're the right. laughing stock of the entire world? You make friends <laughs> with your enemies. You may hate these some bitches, okay, but you make friends with them because you don't right. want to use, you know, the military or especially, God forbid, those nuclears, okay, against anybody because it's not going to be a good thing. Uh, look at you can go and look at Fukushima right now, and you can look at how that's paying back the entire world. For nuclear technology, okay, and it will be paying us right. back probably for the next ten thousand years. Not a good thing. Good. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're right, man. Um, Fukushima was a big disaster. Uh, what's your take on North Korea and Kim Jong Un firing those missiles over Japan? Well, again, if dumb, you know, numb nuts there wouldn't have wouldn't have cheated and got in there and Trump would have been in there. He wouldn't be doing none of this stuff. Like I said, Trump was the base of everything to keep the peace on the entire world. How crazy that sounds. But right. it's true. He kept the peace. Okay. He kept the lid so, on a lot of, a lot of he kept the lid on him, man. I agree. That's right. He kept the lid on a lot of things. And then now that he's not in there until 2024, okay, now the little bastards can think, ah, we can do what we want to. Look, we don't have, you know, you know, we don't have big, we don't have a big leader over here called the United States that might squash us like a cockroach, okay? But we can do whatever we want mm-hmm. to because we got a pansy in there now. You know, North Korea, Russia, and all these other countries over there are laughing their ass off at us. Because we've got a sissy leader. we got a weakling. Right. Okay? You can't run a country. I don't care what it is. I don't care where it is. On a weak leader. Okay? And 
what we got in there is a weak leader compared to the warrior Trump, okay, and everything was just trucking along just perfect until they cheated. I know. We had the biggest stock market in America's history. We were not at war. We were not getting threats from foreign capitals, unlike now. Um, We had a lot of Americans were working. We had record employment. Now, Trump will always talk about his low black unemployment. Um, That's a sidebar joke now. But my point is, um, you know, this country was doing a lot better under Trump than Biden, that's a that's just a damn fact. And if if the gladiators uh predictions are true of the um markets. Now Fox News and CNN and others will have seen commentators say, Hey, don't look at your four oh one K. Just don't look at it. Fox News is always saying that. Don't even look at it. yeah, no, no. On my show I say, look at it. We notice our four oh one K. We Notice color in our society. We notice things. Yes, you need to look at the, your financial statements and act accordingly. If you feel you should bail, then bail. You want to write it out, write it out. Well, it also depends on how old you are and if you're ready to retire, things of that nature. But it's a long, long time away for the rest of us. But Gunslinger, man, um, what are your final thoughts to America tonight as we're on the brink of war. Well, you know, it's it's going to be the, the tipping point is going to be the upcoming midterm elections. If right. we're successful and the Republicans take over, which I think it's going to be a red wave, because there's nobody that can logically think that, you know, it's going to have to be a red wave to take over the deal to prevent all the stuff that's, you know, everybody's trying trying to say from happening, okay? Once the Republicans take over, okay, you know, the the, the, the Biden administration comrades are going to, you know what, a brick, okay, literally. It's going to be like right. the, uh, the, you know what, hitting the fan, okay? And they're going to be running right. shitless, there's no doubt about that. Once the Republicans take over. And then, you know, then, then Trump is going to probably announce his stuff. He's just waiting until after the midterms. I guarantee you, I'm 99.99% uh-huh. sure that he's going to say, hey, I'm running, count me in. Because the last uh, yep. uh, uh, the last rally that he had was uh, 30,000 people. I mean, little old poopy pants can't even get a conference room full. And this dude gets 30,000 <laughs> people every time that he goes out the door? Right. Really? Have a nice night. I like it, Gunslinger, and I like your new uh, moniker for Joe Biden. <laughs> Have a great night, sir. Right. <laughs> yes, he is. He is, man. No doubt about it. Good, good call there. Gunslinger is a patriot, and out there in Texas, real, real American. Love. Uh, we love those calls. This on the 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 reason why the foreigners love the Von Wehen show is because they like to hear from real Americans. There's no media filter here. They know that. They get the unvarnished truth and our points of view come sailing across the radio airwaves. Well, just make sure this sounds a little bit like Gunslinger in the sixth promo. The six shooter out, ready to take on the invading army, the all the military-age men coming over the border with Mexico. They're all 18 to 35. They're causing trouble in your town. 
may sound like this, south of Dallas. All right, folks. Calm down. Go about your business. These jokers will be gone soon. Now, why y'all want to come into my town and start trouble? And scare all these nice people? You ain't got nothing better to do than to come into Bill Sharp's town and show your ass. Yes. Who's that stumbling around in the dark? State your business or prepare to get winged. That's right. State your business or prepare to get winged. Love that. God, this country's a mess. It needs its own life support. But we are the doctors, my fellow Americans. We will have to do surgery at some point. I told you before, there's nothing etched in stone that America will be here for a thousand years. As our founding fathers told you to your face, they told you time and time again, this was called the American Experiment. Experiments don't last forever now, do they? We hope America will get better. That's the purpose of this show, a better America. We want more freedom and more liberty. We want to be more prosperous as a people, as a nation. But we can't be prosperous with constant immigration, constant invasion. No country, no empire has ever survived an invading army constantly pouring over the border. Has never been done before. And why would we be any different? Why would we tip the balance of power and skate free and get away with it? It's not going to happen. People say, well, that's that's because uh, you don't believe in American exceptionalism. Yes, I do. But not the way you think about it. You think American exceptionalism is bringing in the whole damn third world. I don't. That's not the definition of American exceptionalism. Now, we had the best economy, the best people, the best country, the best natural resources until our forebears messed it up. And they effed it up. Told many of the uh, nationalists out there, don't beat yourselves up. It's not your problem. Well, it's our problem, but not your fault. We inherited a mess. A lot of these things were done decades ago. The start of the American modern empire started in 1900. Before then, we were a brand new country, like a... Teenager with raging testosterone. We'd get drunk and fight the British. We'd beat them back into the sea. We would get drunk and uh, fight each other. Massive civil war. Back to bloodiest war in American history. It's not World War II. It's not Vietnam. It's a civil war. And back then, they gave you a musket and you fought for your state. You fought for your farm. Might happen again, but it's going to happen on a more asymmetrical scale. America is so far gone. My rhetorical question is, is she salvageable? Really, is she able to come off the brink 
the brink of war, the brink of collapse, or a market collapse. If we were to have a Great Depression in this country again, can you imagine? People would go absolutely freaking nuts. And then it would spread to Canada, Europe, Europa. Be a worldwide depression. If those markets crash, or if they're even cut in half, so much of our paper economy, our paper mache economy, crumble like a house of cards, be mass unemployment, and then the bullets start to be fired. And this is why we prepare, because, as I told you before, the veneer of civilization, it's bad enough. When things are good, we had a raging stock market, raging real estate market the last years, last few years, right? Crime's still out of control. Crime's out of control today, big time. Can you imagine how angry the local population's going to be? There's no money, no food, no job, no hope. Despair sets in. They go home to screaming wives and babies and everyone's hungry. I'll tell you what that ghetto thug is going to do. And you know it. He's going to grab his gun. He's going to pick a target of opportunity. He's going to go back to cowboy style, 1870, 1880, try to rustle your cattle, get into your home, look for something to get into, they always say. Mm-hmm. Look for something to get into. They're going to look for things. They're going to be a lot of people are going to get maimed and killed. Just it's just the facts of life. Not that we want. We do not want that to happen. No way. No way, Jose. <laughs> but we know the Jose's are out there and the ghetto thugs and other people of all walks of life. Criminality goes over all creeds and colors. When people get desperate, just know they're going to resort to violence. That is when your preparation kicks in. The old saying, your your neighbor loses his job, it's a recession. When you lose your job, it's a depression. Never forget that. Let's get to Lincoln in flyover country tonight. We're going to uh, talk with him a little bit about what's really going on out there. We want to get a report from the hinterlands of America.
World War II um, thing I made up there. I thought you would enjoy that. This, the ghosts of World War II are everywhere, aren't they? Lincoln, how are you doing tonight? Welcome to the Von Weehan Show. Always good to hear about you and talk to you in the chat room and elsewhere, your Telegram channel. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I've been kind of a little under the weather sick the last uh, few days, but I'm all right, man. Uh, Sorry to hear that. Is, yeah, is, is, is it the cold there. or a flu or what? Good, man. Ah, it's just a cold, man. It's something I'll be over in no time. Just a cold, like fever going up and down a little bit. It's down right now. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm gotcha. Yeah. So what are your thoughts tonight, man, about yeah, uh, the show or the monologue or your what's going on? Well, I'm gonna. I was gonna tell you. I'm gonna go get uh, uh, both my COVID shots and two boosters tomorrow, and I should be fine. I think. <laughs> yeah, right. The death shot. <laughs> oh. Well, Trump told me I need it, so I better go get it. Yes, Operation Warp Trump Speed, Trumpy. One of the greatest inventions of all. Actually, he told me it's one of the greatest inventions of uh, in the history of the world. Is his exact words. <laughs> he did say that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. I can't. That's one thing about the Trump <laughs> regime that I did not like was that Operation Warp Speed crap. God. It, you know, you should never put forth an experimental vaccine to the American people as your responsibility as president. Never put forth an experimental vaccine. The fallout from that thing has hey, been far and that? wide, hasn't it? Hey, did you see the uh did you see the uh Pfizer chick that was in I think it was Denmark. I'm pretty sure it was Denmark. Uh which had to testify before some group of like some EU people or something and I think it was a guy from Denmark who asked the Pfizer chick uh if they had even tested the vaccine before putting it on the to see if it did anything before putting it on the market and she pointedly said no, they didn't test it to prove to show that it stopped anything before putting it on the market. Well yeah, I saw that. In fact we talked about that on my show. My my listeners in the nation and around the world were the tip of the spear like I said, because I, I told you they did not do any trials. This is an unproven vaccine, experimental, seriously. It's not been proven to work. And it's a it's a death jab, and um, you know I mean yes, we'll, it might help some people, but the vast majority of cases that I've heard are, are like what, what you've heard, Lincoln. Very negative news about that Moderna and Pfizer uh, vaccine shot. So you know, you've been in my I agree, in my man. Telegram chat enough to know that. You've been in my Telegram chat enough to know there's, you know, there's people from hell. You talked to a, a buddy of mine, DJ, from Scotland, I did. the other night. And, you yep. Know, um, Great uh, guy. Great people guy. People in all these European countries now that are even talking about how the government's reversing course and encouraging people to not. You haven't been vaccinated. Don't get vaccinated. <laughs> and meanwhile, we still have our our politicians pimping that shit. Even Trump and Republicans that are still pimping that shit hardcore. With even even like some shit lib EU countries are telling their citizens we fucked up, don't get it. Right, they definitely did, but boy, they sure were adamant a couple of years ago that they wanted everyone to take it, didn't they? And now they do. They backpedal a little bit because of a large part because of us. Um, 
the real patriots of the nation. I've put out, I've, we've shared videos, and we have, as I always tell tell people and remind them, buy all the guns you want, but you got to realize, and I and I and I have a lot of guns, and I I always need more <laughs> for my for my neighbors, right? But my thing is, this is still an information war. It's a propaganda war. That's what this is. It's not a chaotic war yet. It's a, not a hot war. Oh, big propaganda war. Info war, as Alex Jones calls it. So it's about the information that we get and that we share. Hmm? Oh, I think we we are. I think we're in like the epitome of just the constant onslaught of propaganda. Like you said, an info war. I think it's a. And I I'm not a fan of Alex Jones by any means, but I think it's a, a constant info war that we're. I think you know what I think we're in a. Not only do I think that we're in an info war, but I think Republicans, Democrats, both suffer from severe cases of uh, cognitive dissonance, where they both just cherry pick anything on the planet they can to find a way to use it to their side. To, it, they they spin it in any way imaginable to show them that they're right. Like we're talking about Trump being a great leader and a great warrior. That fucking guy, you know, he's a great leader and a warrior. That guy called people to January 6th. A lot of them got arrested. They're in prison getting their asses beaten, raped by a bunch of Negroes, and he won't even talk about that. Donald Trump and his great economy, you know, under Donald Trump, those record levels of inflation, more than we'd ever seen until Biden came along. You know, Donald Trump spent more money, borrowed more money than Barack Obama did. You know, every president just borrows more and more and more and more, and then we forget about it. We spend it and forget about it because it's convenient because we want to like this guy, so we forget the facts, you know? Yeah, and those facts are what I call an inconvenient truth, aren't they? Yep. It's, we, it's we true. Well, we you know. To try to use it to our mm-hmm. advantage. Yeah. To prove that we're right. Well, that's politics 101, right? We all in politics they 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 want to say that they are right. It's like the the red team and the blue team, right? And to me, as I've always said, they're right now in America. They have been for many for many years. They're two sides of the same coin. Maybe one degree of separation. Because what do all the senators say? We've got to have reach across the aisle. We have to have consensus. And agree on everything. No, you, no, you don't. You don't. I say carve out your position. Carve out clear cut. Now, if they come along with you, great. If they don't, you can debate it. This idea that we have to hold hands with the Marxist left and sing kumbaya just so we have peace in the land. It's a bunch of BS. And it's not going to hold. It's not going to hold, man. Hate to say it. No, it's so gay. It's all in both sides. Anybody that's like any any politician that says that brags about reaching across the aisle, fuck them. I don't ever want to vote for them. I don't. I don't. If they, if they brag about a, a bilateral bill, fuck them. <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah, care. I agree. You just lost. You just, you just lost. I agree. <laughs> They'll say I. I'm a statesman. I reach across the aisle to my colleagues in the other party. Uh, it's just a lame line. We get it. You're trying to be uh, Winston frickin' Churchill. Uh, look, you're not a Churchill. Those guys up there, a lot of them are scumbags. And I'll call them out. That's what they are. A lot of them are. 
turncoats, they weren't, they weren't traitors. Scumbag as Winston Churchill. <laughs> yeah, him too. That's why I love them all together. Churchill was the classic scumbag. Goes, I'm going to go attack Europe and Germany, and we want this war to get us out of the uh, economy. And then when the war starts, he cries, we're getting bombed. Or, um, you know, that Germany really is attacking us back. Uh, yeah, uh, you wanted an economic war with Germany. You wanted World War II, and you got it. So shut the fuck up, Winston. <laughs> but I will say these guys are really good at turning the corner, and they'll take tragedy, and they flip it to their advantage. They are very good at that. So at the end of the war, I always say the victors write the history. But it's a known fact. England wanted that World War II bad. They were pissed off that Germany had the highest standard of living before the war. They had to get rid of that, crush that, crush the German spirit and their people and the economy. And by the way, we can make this Hitler guy into a boogeyman and we'll get the whole world behind us. Yada yada. The rest is history. And they get. And we can I mean, talk about this. You know, this clear cut example. And, you know, if we're, if we're, if we're really going to talk about standard of living, um, inflation, debt, things like, as far as our modern times, and I know this is going to really, no one's going to want to hear this at all. But if we're really going to talk about debt, inflation, standard of living. If that's going to be a bar that we use to measure a president, then I hate to say it, but if we're talking about borrowing and debt and inflation and standard of living, then if we're going to use that as a, as a measuring bar, then Bill Clinton was probably the best president of my lifetime. <laughs> well, he won two, uh, two terms of office, pretty popular guy. Just don't, just don't cross no, I'm him. I'm not some goddamn Democrat. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Bill Clinton fan. Oh, I, I know. I'm, I'm just being facetious with that's you. That's the bar we're going to use to measure a president. Right, right, right. And, uh, oh, yeah. I get it. It was a lot better with inflation and unemployment and standard of living than Donald Trump ever was. I know no one's going to believe me when I say that, but it's fact. They can look up. They can, they can look it up. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, Clinton also inherited the Reagan-Bush economy which kept them going. Plus also don't forget during the 1990s, everyone forgets about this. We had the big tech revolution, which carried Clinton with all the tech stocks, tech companies, which really helped his administration in our entire economy in the world economy. So that really put him over the edge. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. He benefited from the tech boom. There's, there's no doubt about that. I'm not, I can't say, yeah, there's no doubt that he was the benefactor of that, and whoever the president was at the time would have been a benefactor of that. Um, I think if it was Barack Obama or Donald Trump or Joe Biden, they'd have just taken all that extra income and been <laughs> giving it all away in foreign aid. Yeah. Yeah, they have taken our wealth and our treasure, and they've squandered it all over the world, clearly. Unbelievable, man. I mean, I, I don't even understand what these people are even doing on it. Hey, I want to tell you something else that's funny, man. Um, I was talking about this the other night. I live in a crazy state here, and like the Democrats, and I'll give I'll give them credit for this. 
they are. I think we we may have talked about this in the chat the other night. I'm going to give the. This is going to sound crazy. My state's different than most states. Uh, I'm in Missouri, and I'm seeing I'm getting bombarded with commercials, whether it be on on YouTube or whatever uh, commercials that run. Where I'm going to give the mm-hmm. Democrats some credit for this to a degree. They're actually running to the right of Republicans in this state, which is bizarre to me to see. I guess I think they figured out that you can't run on a complete shit lib ticket and win in Missouri. So their new solution is to run to the right of Republicans, and it may be a winning strategy for them. It's it's just it's, right. You know, it, it. I mean, they're actually running like saying, you know, Attorney General Eric. Sh- Schmidt, who's running for Senate, blah blah blah. He's uh, sold a lot of our farmland to, to to off to China, and he has. And then, you know, has Eric Schmidt running for Senate, uh, a conservative, ever said a word about drag queen store hour in Missouri? No, he hasn't. <laughs> I think it might be a winning right. strategy for them. It's kind of a Dixiecrat yeah. strategy. Yeah, definitely. It definitely is. George Wallace. Wow. He was uh, a force to be reckoned with back in the day. Well, Lincoln, man, thanks for calling the show. What are your final thoughts to America tonight, man, if any? Uh, I guess my final thoughts is like something that happened a couple of days ago and it really, really disgusted me as far as the state of white Americans. Did you hear the story of uh, the football high school, the high school yes. football star? Uh, yeah, put it on my gap page, front and center. Yeah, by two ghetto black yeah. thugs. Yep, he sure he sure did. Yep, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Terrible. Chad, like bodybuilder, good-looking kid with a great-looking girlfriend. Football star. Uh, right. Superstar. Got football a gun player. down. You know, shot in the yeah. parking lot by by two Negroes. You know, and that when I saw that, it like I'm, I think we're all numb to that. We see that every day. You can't turn on the news every you. day. You can't go on social media without seeing that every day. So everyone's numb to it. But the fact that his parents, this is what this is how fucked up the state of white people are in this country. Their son just died, was shot down by these two freaking thugs, and the parents can't wait to issue a statement to the public saying that they forgive the killers and they don't see color and they don't see race and we're all the same and we love everyone. Like, shut the fuck Bullshit. up. They just murdered your son. <laughs> they I agree. Murdered your son I agree. Your first statement is how you forgive them and you don't, you're not racist. Fuck you. Exactly. And Lincoln, we talked about this before and I'm glad you brought that, that up. That's posted all over my Gab page. You, you'll, you'll, you'll see it. If you ever go to you go to Gab a lot, so you'll see that on there. Uh, I'm glad you brought that that up. These people are brainwashed by saying that. This is what I'm talking about. They're brainwashed by the liberal media, by the Democrat and the Republican Party to say crap like that. This is your son, you know, your flesh and blood dead by two feral black Negroes gunned him down, and the family came out. It makes these cockamamie, stupid, kumbaya statements. I wouldn't forgive them. I'd be asked for the death penalty, and that's a hate crime against my white son. Why isn't that a hate crime? 
the hate crimes, are, is it only for the blacks and Mexicans? Seems to be in America, with a K, America. I mean, that was a clear case to me of a hate crime. Gunned him down because they, they were probably envious of, of, of him, his beautiful blonde girlfriend. They probably might have known or heard about him. Big football star. Thought, we can't let this white boy get ahead of us. Now, a lot of people will take offense to what I just said. But in the mind of a ghetto thug, that is how they think. Because racism goes both ways, America. It's not a one-sided street. And there's nothing wrong at all with being racially aware. On my show, we're racially aware. I see color. I love the colors of the rainbow. We see them all, black, red, yellow, whatever, purple. You know? These um, rhinos come out and say, I'm colorblind. I don't see color. Well, I do. And that's an obvious case. I think as we learn more about that killing, it's going to come out that those guys probably targeted him. They might have even stalked him. Who knows? What do you think? Oh, I think it was probably – he was a football star. Who knows? It could have been a football – it could have been some kind of football rivalry or maybe, you know, the, the last thing some Negro wants is, is a white boy showing up, up on, the, on a, in a sports game, you know, making them look bad. Or, right. You know, the kid's a football star. I saw videos of him catching passes and celebrating with his team and, you know, like just outperforming all these black kids he was playing around. So it could have been some animosity towards that. Maybe there was some shit talking that went on during a football game or something. And so they went sure. and killed the, the kid. Um but as far as a hate crime goes, there's never going to be a hate crime. That fucking Daryl Brooks and Waukesha ran over six, ran over like injured sixty people, killed like six people, and that's not even considered a hate crime. <laughs> I know. I know it's sad but true, but it's the state of affairs, you know, uh, of this nation. And uh, I know the parents. I would have had a much different response. Um, Stop trying to curry favor America with the liberal Democrat media. Just stop. Just stop it. Stop trying to get a pat on the head or they, uh, give you a back slap. That, that's a nice response. Your son's dead, but you're such a well-enlightened American. You're just such a good person. Everyone's afraid of being called names. Everyone's afraid of, you know, telling it like it is. While this slaughter goes I, I on, by, I, I live by a very simple. I live by a very simple saying when it comes to that, which is, all the virtue signaling in the world won't save you. I agree. I agree. One thousand percent. Stop virtue signaling, America. Just stop it. You're not impressing anybody. Oh, you might get some brownie points from the local, you know, TV reporter who's probably a registered Democrat, and they're going to, you know, walk up to you with the microphone and go, how do you feel about that? How do you, well, I would say, how do I feel that my son was gunned down? Well, since you asked, I'll tell you, and then boom. I wouldn't mince any words I think if at reporter, all. I think if a reporter walks up and asks you how you feel about it, you should handle the situation like Derek did from American History X. <laughs> Yeah. Well, 
It's going to come to that. Americans need to lift the veil of political correctness from their eyes, and they need to start seeing things as they are. We are being preyed upon. We are being stalked. There's far more black on white violence in this country. Uh, we see it every single day. I'll just call it out for what it is. We're not going to mince words here. I'm not trying to curry favor to some stupid newspaper or media outlet. I don't care if they're listening. We don't care what they want to call us. Don't care. Don't care. Seriously. I'm hardcore about many things. And that's one of them. Uh, we're not here. I started the show a long time ago, Lincoln. I, I said, I'm going to build it from the ground up. We're not going to try to curry favor with media people that are already entrenched Democrat media machines. We're not trying to get accolades from them. We're not even looking up to them. We look down on them, to be honest, because I know they are the enemy. And, um, and, and while all this is going on, the slaughter continues. The invasion of America continues, man. We'll see what happens this week and going forward. But get ready, America. Lincoln, thanks for calling the show, oh, man. Hey, Appreciate it. I got one more thing for you really quick. In the in the uh, in the early two thousands during like the uh, Academy Awards or the VMAs or whatever, uh, Kanye West came out as extremely anti-white. Nothing happened to him. Yes. The audience grew and grew and grew and swelled. In the mid in like twenty fifteen, I remember that twenty sixteen, Kanye West came out as extremely anti-BLM. Nothing happened to him. His yep. audience grew and grew and grew and swelled. And in today's modern world. All he had to do is say the word Jew, and he's canceled from Instagram, tell Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Chase Bank, LeBron, I mentioned Jimmy earlier in the prologue. Yeah, Chase Bank, he's been debanked. Uh, he's canceled yeah. by literally everything because he dared to say the word Jew. So really, what they did was they proved his point when he said, "Who, who, who's behind cancel culture? This group of people, Jews." And and then what do they do? They immediately cancel him <laughs> because he said their name, which proved him right. Right. They and right. They don't like. You, they know who you can't criticize. That's right. Voltaire said said that. And the thing I always tell them is, um, the um, the Jewish lobby in America is very powerful. They're well connected, and they want to make your life a living hell if you put the spotlight on them. They don't like the spotlight. Now, they want to be able to run their chicanery, cancel culture people, and do all these wonderful things. Um, they'll say, how dare you, like Greta, how dare you mention us? Because they want to be able to operate in the night. When the spotlight's on them, ooh, they don't like it. Don't like it. Yosef Devils had a great quote about that. Yosef Devils had a quote where he said, you can call them a swindler, you can call them a thief, you can call them all these different names. You can call them a prostitute, whatever, a parasite, whatever you want. But the very second you call them, when you call them a Jew, watch them lash out. (laughs) Watch them. It all runs off of them like water off a raincoat. But call them a Jew, watch them lash out and say, oh, no, I've been found out. Right, right. It's like um, those are fighting words now, right? Because you put the spotlight on the tribe. And uh, look, I always said this, America is a very generous country. We have more Jews in America than we have in Israel. 
Um, it is a fact of life, but it is funny. If you and I am the ultimate observer, you can bash whites, you can bash Mexicans, you can bash BLM, any group you want, and they'll let you. They'll, they'll give you a long, long leash. But the minute, the microsecond, Kanye West mentions the Jews, all hell breaks loose. You get deplatformed. Cancel culture kicks in overnight. Man, I will give him credit. Um, they have one hell of an apparatus, you know, and then intelligentsia. But, Lincoln, we'll leave it at that, man. Have a good night. We'll talk some more as you know, buddy. Have a good night. Have a good night, Have a good night. Hell victory. Yeah, it's just amazing in America. Boy, you can bash everyone, but don't bash the ones you're not allowed to criticize. You know what I mean. Stop virtue signaling America. You're not impressing anybody. Oh, you might win some hearts and minds and some dumbasses that are watching you on TV. But just stop it. Be true to yourself. Socrates once said, never deceive yourself. Which brings me to this next piece of audio. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. 
No president should fear public scrutiny of his program. For from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence in the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors. For as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Sola decreed it a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment, the only business in America specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to amuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices. That's right. We are a um, free speech advocate on this show. You have a right to express yourself. Well, Gates is buying more farmland and trying. he's invested in fake meat. And he's just spent $200 million, as I talked about in the monologue, for global digital ID cards. We have investment firms in America buying up neighborhoods. They want you to foreclose on your house. They want you to fail. They want to demoralize you in America. Don't let these turkeys get you down, folks. You need to be circling the wagons right now more than ever. They want to eliminate many of our American businesses in the middle class. They want forced medical treatment upon you and your loved ones and constant monitoring. They want to educate your children with drag queen shows, other levels of degeneracy, indoctrination, the whole gay agenda. Wow, just it's a total mess out there. But another economic news, the American consumers have maxed out their credit cards. So right now, it's the perfect storm. Big Zero Hedge article. America went out of Labor Day and all last summer. They're not working. They have been living off their credit cards for about a year. And now the bills are going to come due just in time for the holidays. Well, how do you think retail sales are going to be this year? Pretty lackluster. The stores are going to have to bear it, get through it. It's going to be a scorched earth policy come the holidays. And all this is going on while creepy Joe Biden roams around the Oval Office, sniffing people, being a doofus, virtue signaling to our arch enemies, shows weakness at every turn, travesty. 
Well, the destruction is intentional. Biden was chosen to sabotage America from within. Then to make it look like just incompetence, but is really part of their overall plan as the crime scene continues. We'll get to, um, we have about five minutes left of the show. Not enough time for, I know, our tech wizard, Irish Pirate. We'll get him on for some quick thoughts to America. And um, we also need those fun packs. Irish Pirate, how are you doing, sir? Doing very well, Von Weehunt. It was the uh, interesting uh, week that I had off, um, which you yes. know a little bit about. And uh, are you back in town or? Yeah, I did forty hours where I did my half. Wow! And then, uh, and then jumped right into teaching chess all day. I mean, that was kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. Slept well, let's put it that way. But um, good. I learned some things while I was out there. I, I took pictures. I showed you. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'll do that. I, I, I've shown you already pictures of trees that are damaged while facing the sun. It's Idaho, Montana is all like that. But ironically, nice. uh, ironically. Uh, Kanab, Utah is not like that, and I mm-hmm. don't know why. I, I, I'll have to look hmm. into that. Um, but I do want to tell you this. If they've been messing with the skies, uh, just as a scientist, I'd like to whisper this n- sweet little nothing into America's ear. Uh, you do realize when they drop aluminum and iron from up above, and it lands on the forest floor, say in Northern California, and then you wonder why the trees just explode. I mean, you, you get forest fires that are way hotter than normal. Do you want to know why hmm. that is? I, I, I wonder if you realize what happens when you put aluminum and iron on a forest floor at 5.4 pH. <laughs> yes. The Not good. Is thermite, my friend. It's, yes. it's effectively thermite. They will, they will yes. definitely charge each other up, and uh, it's not an explosive oh. when it's out in the air like that. It's just going to burn. It's going to burn fast, and it's going to burn hot. Yeah, and right. That's, and that's another form of warfare and that nobody's really talked about. Where did I learn that today? L- listening to the guy that's actually trying to start the state of New California. Very, very well-spoken, Christian individual. A uh, very, mm-hmm. very well thought out biologist who knows how this planet was created, absolutely loves what mm-hmm. it is, and is trying to act. Now, I haven't read his stuff. I'll have to go look at it. But he says there's God in the new constitution of New California. Love to see what his job is. Uh, for us, it's the creator, at least if you're talking constitution. And uh, right. then there's a lot of other jobs for him in the other documents. But uh, more importantly, he came up with a really uh, – they've really thought this out. There are over 32,000 affidavits for New California <laughs> where they've actually told people what you're doing is illegal, and we have the right. right. Um, here's a good – here's another good trivia question for you. Are there boundary lines, Irish, for New California? Uh, 58 counties. I couldn't tell you yet. i got to go look that one okay. up. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Um, can you think of a state – that actually seceded from another state because that's what California would have to do. <laughs> and it's been done. 
it's been done. And so it can be easily copied exactly the same way, the way that it started in 1861 and finished in 1863 with West Virginia. Yes. In other words, you don't leave a state unless the other one sucks. And at that time, right. Virginia sucked. And it was effectively the capital for the rival to the north. And so they just That's didn't. Right. Now, it's interesting because West, West Virginia actually had land that belonged effectively to both sides. They didn't care. They just wanted to get away from Virginia. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing's going right. to be true with California. You're going to have people from the left and the right wanting to get out of there. The hard part is. You can't do it with a decree. Thank God you don't do it with a decree from the executive branch because Gruesome Newsom will never let it happen. But mm-hmm. any legislature, which is also responsible for things like elections, um, so that's where we should be going. And I know California is not going to do too well when you reach their legislature because, uh, I mean, that thing leans uh, further to the left than Clyde's arm. But uh, – I will say this, uh, they are convincing some people, and a lot of people, if California did make that move, would come back to California that Mm -hmm. ran away from it because they would once again uh, catch the people's hearts who moved, you know, away from California. Uh, I was born there, and I came back to it once, and if they actually allowed the kind of freedom of economics that they would have, because California would have everything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's obvious right. what they're getting away from, and those those places don't have a lot of resources. It's the rest of California, the stuff that wants to get away from them that has the resources. So they would have it all right. there, water, minerals, you name it. And that would bring people back to do business for sure. And they know how to do business because they left doing business. Doing business is why they left. So I mm-hmm. have a feeling that if they can get it far enough off the ground, that that's a legitimate process, that, that in the middle of all this chaos, they could just say, look, if you can't handle it, let us out. That's all we're asking. Right. We don't need your help. We don't need your money. <laughs> we certainly don't need your debt or your tyranny. So just give us a chance no. to be free. And, yeah, everybody will trade with us, and too bad for you. And they also made a couple of other mentions of how much money China is stealing from California, which I found absolutely fascinating if true. We're talking into the trillions over time. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's a really scary thought. I mean, you, you wonder where um, countries that can't make a dime get their energy from. The answer is you. And if you let anything escape, the biggest tyrannies on the planet are going to try to catch that dark money. And that's what, that's what we're seeing in places like Ukraine. Um, and I still yes. can't back either side. I still think that that's ridiculous up there. But, I don't either. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tragedy. Yeah. I'm not for either side, and I've been very consistent yep. since the onset of that yep. war. The they problem both is suck. now it might go nuclear. Yeah, with all the yep. women and, they, and children they both sides Ukraine, suck. with, with, with mm-hmm. all the women and children leading Ukraine, it's ripe for getting nuked. That's the problem. It is. Nobody wants to nuke it the is. women and children. They only want to nuke soldiers. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Right. So, and it was right. Jason Jones that put up 108,000 uh, places to stay temporarily for the women and children that wanted to get out. 108,000 mm-hmm. with his own money. Well, from donations too. Wow. But the important right. thing is right. that yeah, he got him out of there. He you know he was worried about what you know the traffickers were just waiting for him at the border. 
you know, in places where they didn't know where they mm-hmm. were going. Traffickers are just right. waiting for them. Well, they're out of sure. there now, whether they made it or not. A good percentage of them got out, thank God, for, you know, for people like Jason Jones and people in Poland and, and that took them in. Um, but now it makes it ripe for a really, really hard shot by Russia. And that isn't going to go over well with anybody, and everybody's just ramping it up. And we're, I think there's a lot of things to be afraid of now. It's, if there's no reason not to go to nuclear war if you're evil gloves are at this off. point. I know, man. Yeah. Well, this is the closest the world comes to the Cuban Missile Crisis or maybe a few items there in the 1980s. But, yeah, this is, this is getting very serious. Yeah, the threats are not dissipating. They're continuing. And uh, the world seems hell-bent on uh, blowing itself up, man. And uh, I tell people, yeah, we, we make light of it once in a while, but it's a very serious issue. And um, let's hope that cooler heads prevail, my uh, good friend. What are your final thoughts to America, Irish? want to hear what uh, your from, word of wisdom is Adams. tonight. comes from Mike Adams. He put up a 17-minute video for people on the fence that need to understand prepping and Global Chaos 101, and I recommend it highly. I'm, I'm trying to get one that doesn't that doesn't come from Bandot Video that has to change its URL every couple of weeks. Um, if I can mm-hmm. find a, pl- a source on that that everybody can just click on, no matter what the age is, I'll tell you this. Sure. He put it perfectly. He said, America, if you haven't figured all this out yet, if you haven't figured out the medical tyranny and the money tyranny, and all this stuff that's absolutely taking away your independence. He goes, let me tell you the one thing it's really going to get you. This or maybe next month is the last month of easy food. I mean, he said the perfect mm-hmm. words, easy food. We just go down to the supermarket, pick it up, and that's that. Yeah. And a lot of people say, so what? It's up 28 or 40% or whatever it is, depending on what you're trying to buy. But the problem right. is this. It was easy. What happens if you go down there and that thing you like doesn't exist? There was a guy that was in New right. York City that he just went downtown there, and they, and they didn't have your typical convenience stores like the rest of the United States. They're all run by foreigners, and they have their little bents and everything. So he videotaped it, and everybody ended up hating him on social media. You exposed you know, New York for, you know, for something that it isn't. And it's like, yeah, but he moved there from Michigan. You know, he just expected mm-hmm. to be able to buy a yogurt once in a while. <laughs> you know, and right, that's right. the problem. Not, what you want is not going to be available. What you're going to do then, if you haven't thought about it, if you haven't prepped for it, and it, certainly if you haven't figured out whether or not your money is going to carry you. I mean, and, and it is hard. I mean, nobody's, nobody's got it perfect. Not even Mike Adams, who no. probably had it even back when. Texas Pros, he couldn't get. He's a great guy, and he's got a good website. Yep, he's got a bunch of them. He's got more URLs than anybody I know of. I mean, everything dot news. He's got a bunch of to make sure he's redundant. You can't shut them all down. Takes too many administrative maneuvers from the bad guys, so they just leave him alone there. Sure. After him, they'll come after him. He's not going to be on YouTube or anything. But he has so many URLs, and he even has the – he'll even put out the uh, IP addresses. So you could just jot those down in case they start banning mm-hmm. the actual – you know, when, they, when if you can't get onto Brighteon, you can get onto 89. whatever it is, 
Right. And that's pretty He's cool. got a great show, uh, naturalnews.com, I believe, as well. So, right, good good yeah, website yeah, there. Like I said, a bunch of them. But Mike Adams right now, mm-hmm. just to finish the idea, he's interviewing a different guy every day. Every day he's got a new interview. He's done just about anybody great. you can imagine. And so I recommend that very highly. Just to, you know, try to find Mike Adams probably best either on Bandot Video. Now he's got his own channel again. Mm-hmm. Or on Brighton. Uh, Brighton is something he started. So it's <laughs> nobody's mm-hmm. going to take him down unless they hit the URL. Right. You'll, it'll have to, yeah. have to be the GoDaddies of the world that take him out, and they're not going to do right. it. Not yet. Right. We'll check so, it out for sure. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at Irish that. Irish Pirate, I mean, we want to thank you, man. Your friends are out there. Thank you, sir. Yes. And I am back. So thank I'm, you, I'm Irish. Around what I could do for people. We're going to do it. I appreciate we're gonna get, that. We're going to get, I like getting <laughs> it. Irish Pirates back in town, folks. Hey, man, welcome back. We'll be talking soon. Have a great night, Irish Pirate. It's, thanks a lot, man. We always appreciate you having the Irish Pirate on the show. Well, another broadcast day from our tech wizard to round it out a little bit. A man wrote the show. I'm a proud, deplorable, and a bitter clinger, Vaughn. I'm hanging on to my guns and my religion. The Democrats are criminals, he says, and most Republicans are gutless cowards. That's why we're in this mess to begin with. I'm a big fan, I want you to know, of steak, tacos, enchiladas, nearly anything that comes off a barbecue or a smoker. Keep up the good work, Vaughn, and I love the Von Wien show. Signed, Matador, East Valley, Arizona. Well, thank you so much, sir. We appreciate that. Well, another broadcast day is here. We thank you all for being here tonight. I broadcast from my mountain stronghold in Arizona. You're all over the world. You're all over the nation. We appreciate you and love you all. And uh, God bless you all. Be safe out there. Be careful. Keep your head on a swivel. And we'll talk to you soon. I guarantee it. Have a great night.
like he was front page news. You've been offered careful by the friends you choose, but you won't find my name. America, good night.